Do you have a question, comment, or concern? 872-242-8311. Or maybe you'd just like to hear your voice instead of ours. 872-242-8311. Then call the D2R Podcast Network hotline at USA Chat 311. That's 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. No matter the time or day, you can call 24-7 and operators will be standing by. 872-242-8311. Your call is important to us. 872-242-8311. So once again, USA Chat 311. 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. 1. Check out all the great deals on Amazon by first going to d2rpn.com and clicking the Amazon banner. By doing so, you're helping out the D2R Podcast Network. Don't forget to tell a friend and thanks for listening. Undercover in the world's deepest, darkest, most secure, hadron collider and nuclear bomb tested and approved doomsday bunker. Here is Ryan the Area Man. Hey, Dave. What's up, dude? So, Area Fifty One yeah. has been uh, slamming the mainstream news yeah. right now. All over my Facebook feed, dude. Yeah, all over. Yeah, it's like. So if you scroll on like Instagram, which mm-hmm. I don't, you do have one. Right? I have it, but I don't really. Do yeah, it. you don't really use it. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter—it's like every other thing that's posted is something about storming Area 51. Why 920? Too, that's a weird day. Okay, so what I want to do here—we're going to get into everything Area 51. Yes. First, yes. we'll get into this storming Area 51. Are you a part of the group? And then we're going to hang on. I'm going to pull it up on Facebook. I think I put in the right password. Find out in a second. Why are there gay homos on there? That's the wrong password, dude. That's a different account. I should have known about that's, uh, that's my Pornhub account. Yeah. Oops. Gay porn. So that's- the other day, Dave, you sent me a thing inviting me to the Storm oh, yeah. Area 51 yeah, group on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess let's start with you. How did you, uh, did you just start um, seeing this shit? Or no, I got invited by like 15 different people. Really? Yeah. And because of the podcast or just no, because? No, no. Um, I think 10 of the people were from the haunted house. Oh. And the other five were just random people that know I like alien type shit. So the people from the haunted house were the ones that sent you invites? Most of them, yeah. Most wow. of my invites came from people from the haunted house. You were the only person to send me an invite. Oh, nice. 
Which is weird because I'm into yeah. all of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super surprised. Maybe they all automatically thought you were in it. They probably already. assumed I was already in it. Yeah, yeah. I thought you actually was like one of the admins and at moderators and shit. I, I was not. No. Um, the one that didn't shock me was uh, Mike, the guy that you met that did the uh, mix-up thing of uh, Alex. No idea. You know what I'm talking about Christina's boyfriend, Joy's daughter's boyfriend. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Conspiracy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He sent me. He was the first one to send me one, but I was like, "All right, well, whatever. I don't know what the fuck this is." And then I got like fifteen thousand more that same day, and I'm like, All right, "I'll check it out." And I went on it, and the memes were fucking hilarious. Yeah. And and then I didn't understand half the shit on there. Like I said, send your Kyles and couches. I'm like, "What the fuck does that even mean?" <laughs> and then people are gonna Naruto run or whatever. That's an anime thing. I don't know anything about that, so I'm just watching to see what unfolds. So at this very moment of us recording this. There's 1,434,217 people going. It's called Storm Area 51. They can't stop all of us. That's the page. And apparently there's another one now called just Storm Area 51. There's 180,000 members to that group. Um, And it says, Nevada, we finna invade Area 51, uncover the lost secrets, find out if 2PK is still alive, who killed... Oh, well, it says 2PK. I know, but that they speak seriously <laughs> fucked up. Rednecks, white trash, Who ebonics. killed Biggie? Spelled wrong as well. Does Wendy's really serve fresh? And then I can't see the rest. Um, if you'll notice, I'm not part of either one of these oh, groups. Yeah. I declined your invite, did Dave. You? Oh, did you? And <laughs> I'll explain why. All and right. this is probably, this is what I said. Because we said you want to talk about this, and yeah, I said yeah. you're going to think I'm going one direction. I'm going the complete opposite, yeah. and I have my reasons for it. Yeah, yeah, uh, which we'll get into. But no, <laughs> but, but let's yeah, we'll get into it Fucker. here. Uh, so, do you know who started it? I don't. Joe Rogan. No shit. So Joe Rogan's come out and said I started the fucking Air Storm Area 51. Now, if you want to know why. He started it mm-hmm. because he interviewed um, Bob Lazar. You know, yeah. remember Bob Lazar, yep. the guy yep. that claims he worked at Duan and all yep. this. Uh, he had Bob Lazar and Jeremy Corbell, the guy that made the Skinwalker movie that we yep. did on the podcast mm-hmm. here. Uh, he had uh, Jeremy Corbell did a boom movie about Bob Lazar that you can watch on Netflix as we speak. Okay. Um, then Joe Rogan had both of them, Bob Lazar and Jeremy Corbell, on his podcast. Right. And I just listened to that podcast maybe last week, I think it was. And uh, very interesting. Hmm. Um, very convincing Bob Lazar. Like, and probably the most in-depth we've ever heard that guy get into like what he's seen, what he did, right. all this kinds of shit. If you haven't heard that podcast or the listen... I wouldn't say stop this one and go listen to it, yeah, but probably listen, listen to, to it after you're done. After you probably already heard it because if you listen to this, you probably listen to Joe Rogan too. Would be my guess. You probably already heard that. So I think what happened is after hearing, after interviewing Bob Lazar, Joe Rogan creates this fucking let's storm Area 51 and you know they can't stop all of us thing, mm-hmm. and then it took off. Now, I, ironically, it's not just because of that podcast. But it's also because of the podcast you're going to hear here next Thursday. Cool. Uh, it's a giant uh, distraction is what it is. Because oh, yeah. the Jeffrey Epstein getting arrested yeah. 
for being a pedophile and all his flight logs and shit that have Bill Clinton listed 27 times and all this shit. It basically exposes all the elite and their pedophilia and what went down on that island, which is what we're going to cover next Thursday. And ironically, right when that happens, this happens. This happens. And it's being pushed so they don't have to cover the real story. Right. So the media has done this forever and ever yep. and ever and yep. ever. Yep. It's a magic trick. I'm surprised. Look, look at this hand while this hand's yeah. doing yeah. the little switch or whatever, and you don't see it. I'm and that's what they're he doing. He started that, though. Because... He didn't do it because of that. He did right. it because of, of his, his interview. interview. It and just they... so happened to hit at that same time. And they fucking spun it. I and they you. used right. it to cover up that. So your gotcha. focus isn't on Jeffrey Epstein anymore, which it should be. It right. should not be on this. And not to just jump right to the end of this whole thing, which I'll probably say it again at the very end, is I don't give a fuck if you get 50 million people. They will kill all of you. Yep. Yep. You're never going to make it in there. Right. And the shit's not still there. Right. If there are aliens, they're not there. And if they are there, they're so far down, you'll never get to them. They'll kill you before you get there. And they're probably not there anymore. They may be mm -hmm. testing alien craft there. But you're not going to get proof of aliens there. Right. So the whole thing's silly. Yeah. But not no, to I just kind really of silly. wrap it up in a real quick ball here in yeah. the first 10 minutes. But that's yeah. pretty much what it is. So we can expand on it. Because I do yeah. think at one point in time, um, they've had, they probably did have aliens there. I, mm. I think, I still think they've been testing alien craft out there trying to based, based on and weapons i think weapons I, I think i think they're they've like they've obtained alien craft weapons whatever and they're trying to back engineer it all mm -hmm. and figure out okay now that we've back engineered or, or we're trying to reverse how do we engineer yeah reverse engineer how do we how do we utilize this thing and if you listen to that interview with bob lazar maybe we can actually pull up some clips stuff, it, yeah. clips like that, that will be pertinent to uh, talking about this. This is very interesting. Um, it is. I mean, I think it's cool. I think it's a really cool I concept in a way. I think it'd be cool if it could actually happen. But, yes, I totally agree. Anybody that tries it is going fucking is going on a suicide mission. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if you've looked, did you look at any of the page at all? Yeah. All right. That's so another reason have... why I didn't join. Because it, it it's, it, honest to God, if I, it felt like. Um, like it was nonstop inbreds posting stuff. Yes, and it, I, I was like, I I don't want to be a part of a this. Well, for one, it's a distraction, and I didn't want to be part of the distraction. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's more of a bigger moral thing. Right. The other thing is, I'm slowly dismantling my Facebook. So, right, right. so I was yeah. like, you know, I, I think I sent it, that to you before you told me that too. No, you no? sent it to me after. It's oh, fine, it? and I don't want I don't want people like you to not send me shit because you know the what right. I'm actually doing behind the scenes with my Facebook. Right. But because I, I still want to be part of things on Facebook, but there's certain things. This had a bigger thing for me. It was it's silly. Yeah, okay. like as much as I would love to just walk into fucking Area 51 or go with two million people or whatever, show up and and just get. It's going to be a massacre mm -hmm. because they have every right to fucking kill all of you. I think it's, and like, they're going to. It's it's a it's a false flag, but it's not a false flag. You know what I mean? Because I, I yeah. can guarantee they're going to ramp all these people up there. It's to people will population. show up on that day. Oh fuck yeah! Regardless fuck of it, of Joe Rogan coming out and saying, "Hey, I created this as a joke. Don't actually do it." People will still do it. That's the insane thing. 
Yes. And and is that Joe Rogan's fault? No. It's no. but it's stupid fucking people. It's the media's fault for running with it because yeah. they're trying to cover up the, the fact thing. that they're all fucking guilty of something right. and they don't want it to come out. Like Yeah. This is a typical uh, dog and pony show. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, it wasn't meant to be like it wasn't meant to be like this. Mm-hmm. But they they had to have something, and the only thing that they can use is everybody loves aliens, so let's fucking run with this. Do we got to cover up the fucking pedos? Yeah, yeah. No, it was all over the fucking place, everywhere. You're right. You're right. And I didn't realize it coincided with the same time. Yeah, I, I didn't, didn't think you I did. No. Yeah, but I figured we would eventually talk about yeah, it. And yeah. then you came tonight. We had one thing in mind, and now we're doing this instead. Yeah. No, so that's fine. We can go to the page. I'm not a, opposed to the page and all this, but. Uh, we can go over the page. I'm more interested in talking about what probably is going on there, getting into like some other shit like that. Well, and we had talked and before about Area 52, like the new area where yeah, the aliens probably supposedly. are. Supposedly. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot about this place. I mean, this place has expanded. If you look at satellite fit footage from like 40 years ago to now, how much shit has changed mm-hmm. out there? Like, it's a lot, dude. Yeah. They've added runways. The runways have gotten, like, twice as long. There's, right. like, triple the amount of buildings. And that's what's happening above surface. That's what you can see. Can yeah. you imagine what's going on beneath? Because I guarantee you beneath that, probably a fucking mile or two down, it's oh, probably yeah. nothing but levels. Oh, yeah, dude. Can yeah. you imagine how many levels you could make a mile or two into the fucking surface of the Earth? Oh, God, yeah, dude. Holy shit. This fucking thing, it, honestly, it, that's where the twin they, towers really are right now. <laughs> they could be just buried. Yeah, they know. just moved them. Um, I dude, it, it, the problem that bugs me about it is it is extremely, like you said, inbred. The, the, the way they talk is fucking retarded, and none of it makes any sense. Like they're talking about clapping cheeks. I'm assuming that means butt fucking aliens. I don't know what clapping cheeks means, but now I don't know. If you, obviously, you probably haven't seen it, but now like a bunch of celebs are saying they're going. Yeah, but. Uh, so I did see this just today. I haven't seen this one yet. It's The Rock. Um, yeah. Who's the guy? You got Rock, Rob Zombie, um, fucking Neil Patrick Harris, um, dude that played Freddy, dude that played Candyman. Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. Um, all kinds of fucking people. And it's funny, like, and I'm Keanu. sure. Yeah. Yeah, Keanu Reeves. Yeah, um, a whole bunch of fucking people. It, it's stupid because you know damn well they're not going. No, you know, but well, I don't know. Keanu might go. Man, maybe he's gonna you go know? back and meet his creator. Yeah, I. But I am Keanu. It makes no sense. The whole thing, like they have a plan. They they have like a thirteen wave plan that uh-huh. they're gonna have, and that made no sense at all. It's interesting because they've actually gone that far with this. Yeah. Oh, uh, both Scully and Mulder. The real people, I forget their fucking name, uh, are going. David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson. Yeah, they've both said that they're going. Oh, of course. <laughs> it, and people are from other countries. They're like, oh, I'm from Germany. What do you want me to bring? I mean, fuck yeah. off. Like, yeah, there's people from everywhere. Like, like there's some people that are legit. And there's some people that are making a joke out of this. Right, right. Uh, but the legit people is what I'm concerned about, is that they're going to go and they're going to fucking get killed. Uh, the Air Force has responded. Oh, have they? I heard they did, but I didn't hear what they said. Uh, they basically said... Uh, yeah, there's your Chuck Norris saying that he's in. Let's see. What, what did the Air Force say? We'll just look it up. And the biggest thing is, like, if you're going to do something like this, you're not going to tell them what day you're doing it. You know what I mean? Like, that's just dumb. I was like, hey, uh, I'm going to kill you on the 13th of July. 
well, I'm not going to fucking be anywhere around you on July right. 13th. You know what I mean? Like, it's dumb that they actually fucking gave it a date. And I don't know what the date signifies. I don't either. That's something you'd have to ask Joe, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, call <laughs> he might Joe have, up. He might have just picked a fucking random date. Who the fuck knows? All right, so Air Force responds to Storm Area 51 plan. An audacious online plan to storm Air 51 in search of aliens has become such a viral sensation that the United States Air Force has issued a stern warning to any individuals hoping to take part in the siege. Uh, created as a Facebook event last week, the concept behind Storm Air 51, They Can't Stop All of Us, captured the imagination of the public and sparked largely derisive uh, headlines around the world. Nonetheless, over the course of just a few days, the number of people pledging to take part in the gathering grew exponentially to the point that, as of now, more than one million people say they will be going to Air 51 on September 20th. Considering that anyone in the world can simply click a button and indicate that they, too, will be storming Area 51, an overwhelming number of purported participants in the raid are almost certainly not really going to be heading out to the desert in two months. It's also a safe bet that they can see the concept for what it was intended to be a joke. Be that as it may, numerous media outlets have treated the story as if hundreds of thousands of UFO enthusiasts genuinely intended to force their way onto the facility long suspected of housing some kind of hidden ET secrets. In response to the somewhat surprising friends, is it even going to fucking give us... The- no, no, it's just covering the thing. It's just telling you that's okay, a good so, response. Uh, There's just really no point in finishing this out. No. Oh, head with the yeah, but we're not listening to the full... Oh, it's a fucking... Fuck off of that bullshit. Well, I guess I'll click it and just see. Right, well, Anyways, they, they do then. have signs that say that, uh, you know, they're they're able to kill you, basically, if you... Yeah, yeah. Um, well, where's the quote? Oh, here we go. Uh, a spokesperson with the uh, Air Force told the newspaper, uh, Air 51... What the fucking fuck? Right when I'm about to read it, it fucking pop up. Uh, it's an open range, open training range for the U.S. Air Force, and we would discourage anyone from trying to come into the area where we train American Armed Force. The U.S. Air Force always stands ready to protect America and its assets. So, basically, they're not saying we're going to kill all you motherfuckers, but they kind of are. We're ready mm-hmm. to protect America and its assets. They consider whatever's on that base an asset, mm-hmm. and they're going to do what it takes to protect it. They right. also have a sign that says that they'll fucking kill you. If they, they have they have been granted uh, yeah, the it, ability to use deadly force. Yeah, because it's a base. It's a fucking army base. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's an air force base. Well, same thing. So, a military operational environment. Yeah. How's that? Is that cool? <laughs> air uh, force, we're not kidding. <laughs> it would be it would be dangerous. It would be bad. Uh, now, in general, I love the idea of doing this, but I don't think this. You tell everybody in the fucking world that you're going to do it. Like I said, not on the day. Or you don't pick a date, right? Uh, the, but the thing is, in order to get that many people all together, you'd have to pick a date, right? But you're literally going up against the military. And, and here's the thing: let's say it all is still there, and this was a legitimate threat that the Air Force thought was a legitimate thing. Like, holy fuck. There's actually going to be all these millions of people showing up on this day. Like, for one, they're not going to reinforce the right. the days leading up to it, that right. day and beyond it. And two, like, they're not just going to move shit. <laughs> they got two months to move shit if right. they wanted to. And they got two months to prepare. Right. Like, they won't have fucking everything. 
they'll have people surrounding that whole fucking area. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a big ordeal because there will be a lot of stupid fuckers going there. Yeah, they're going to, it's going to be amazing. People, so now here's the next problem is the, um, these people in politics that don't like Trump, Mm -hmm. that are going to try and utilize this as a, as an angle to basically, Kind of like how they ramp up Antifa, because mm-hmm. they, the Democrats, they'll ramp up Antifa, get them to go out and fucking do all this crazy shit in Portland and all these cities, beating the shit out of people. They don't ever get arrested or anything. Right. And, it, it, you know, it makes you wonder, like, are we going to, so we'll, they're going to they're gonna keep going with this till fucking September 20th. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's not going away. I'm surprised Facebook hasn't shut the page down, to be honest with you. I'm not, because Facebook's right well, on board with all the rest yeah, of them. It's all yeah, a distraction. It's, it's all a distraction. I get that. Or it would have been. Yeah. That's my point. If if it wasn't being used as a distraction, this would have been shut down. Yeah, because true. True, true, true. Let's just say, here's the thing, hypothetically. Let's, let's change the backstory here. Let's storm Area 51, because that's where all Jeffrey Epstein's pedophile shit's hidden at. How fast do you think the fucking page would have been taken down immediately then? Or let's storm Area 51 because that's where Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton are hiding all the bodies. Holy fuck, it would be down so goddamn fast you wouldn't even know about it. Right, that's true. Yeah, I didn't think about that. It's all a distraction. But yes, there are insane people that are actually going to show up on that day. And my thing is, so like how the media and the Democrats ramp up Antifa, are they going to ramp up these people to get them to go there so then... And I do air quotes. Innocent Americans get killed, and then they can use it all. Trump had these people killed, and it was just a joke. And yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I can see this turning out really bad, and they're trying to use it because you had to remember everything is being done because it's all political right up to our upcoming election. Because God forbid we have four more years of Trump, they're yeah. going to do everything they can. Yeah, I know it. it people are probably pissed because. I'm making it too serious. I'm not doing it. But that's what's happening. We just need to start looking at it for what it yeah, is. Yeah, no, that's why I wanted Stop to bring it up. Because I knew the there game. was an angle. I just didn't know what the angle was. Yeah, that's the angle. Yeah, it makes sense. And unfortunately, it makes me sound like a sourpuss, but I can see through the bullshit. Yeah, no, and that's why I brought it up. Cause I, knew I it. think it's great. As soon as I saw it, I'm like, that's why I tagged you in it or invited you to join, because I knew you'd knew, know what the fuck was going on. I knew there was something to it. I just didn't know what it was. Yeah. I did. I knew there was not a real thing where people were actually going to go to fucking. I mean, there are oh, going to be people, people going. Gonna I go. know that. I mean, <laughs> but I mean, crazy. the group itself, and I knew the person that created it didn't mean it to be serious. It was a joke. Um, but it's it's crazy how fat. Like when I joined, I think there might have been four hundred, maybe five hundred thousand people. And look, there's almost two hundred million or two million people now. Yeah, that's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, in in literally a fucking week. Yeah. It's a week and a half, maybe. When did it start? Excuse me. Go back to the top. Oh, I got to get out of the the meme gallery. That's all it is, dude. It's some of them are funny and some of them are really fucking stupid. There we go. All right. Oh, you motherfucker. It doesn't say when it started. Go to the about. I think it does tell you there. 
Um, yeah, details. Oh, they got a fucking website? <laughs> There's a website. No, oh, my I God. I love it. It's so ridiculous. Oh, my God. I didn't know they had a website. That's a hell of a fucking web. Oh, here we go. Oh, they got merch. Of yeah, course they got course merch. They got merch. Somebody's on stuff. I survived Area 51. <laughs> it should say, I survived the storm of Area 51. You didn't survive it because it hasn't happened yet. How can right. you buy the fucking shirt? And what happens if you don't? How many people are going to be dead wearing this shirt in the fucking desert because they got killed yeah. and they didn't survive yeah. it? It's false advertising right there. I, I should get oh. a, We should have somebody make a shirt that says, I didn't survive Area 51. I'm just waiting. wear those. I'm waiting to stay tuned for a special announcement. Something big is coming. Yeah. Bullshit. Let's see them aliens. Here's the thing. Now, if they had a shirt that said that, I would probably buy that. Well, let's look at the bigger picture here. Clearly, there's interest. Whether it's a joke or not, there's interest. So here's the here's the shirts, and then we'll get back in. I clap alien cheeks. I survived Area 51. I saw them aliens. I fucking love aliens, and I was born on the wrong planet. Those are the shirts I got. They're all 20 bucks. More designs coming soon. Shipping details. Do the amount of order we receive. Please allow the extra business data project where we partner with. The... Okay. Um, huh. All these details on the shirts. Wonderful. Contact. Let's see. Is there. It's just going to be a generic form. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Should we Should we have. No. Send them the things. Like, can we get you on for an interview? Yeah. <laughs> Joe Rogan show up. <laughs> It's it's a way for no, them send his to make Jamie money. Well, I mean, why not? <laughs> I guess. Okay, so what's really going on there if you one? Now, I think, like you said, they're just testing the weapons and the uh, fucking aircraft, reverse engineering, and that's why they find all those fucking flying UFOs and shit because they are doing that. They're testing that shit. I don't think there are aliens still there. If they are, I think they're really deep. I think that they are. I mean, one time we talked about it a while ago. We talked about how the different levels, like there was one level where we were operating and experimenting on aliens, and then the next level down where aliens were experimenting on us. I could see that happening. Mm -hmm. If it's not at Area 51, it's definitely Area 52 or 53 or 54 or 55 and all the other ones that we don't know about. What about Area 1 through 49 or 1 through 50? It's it's just like Leonard Part 6. Where's Part 1 through 5? Where's Mambo 1 through 4? You know what I mean? Well, I mean, he did name the other Mambos in Mambo number 5. Oh, Monica, Teresa, and all the bitches. There's really like a... I think that's what he's talking about, right? I don't know. I don't, I don't know, understand so. the song. He's just <laughs> saying names, yeah, and I just, assume he uh, fucked all of them. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I I don't know. What do you, what do you think is going on? You think there's still fucking alien dudes there to be fucking clapping some cheeks or what? <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> okay, so no, I I personally don't believe there are aliens there anymore. If they are, like I keep saying, they're so deep in in uh, levels. Mm-hmm. For one, you'd never make it to the fucking runway if you right, did. You gotta remember, right. it's not like just running across a fucking yard. Yeah, it's a fucking desert. Bro. You were running across what I would guesstimate would be like 19 football fields from length. Now, that's not just straight on grass. We're talking right. 
terrain over yeah. mountain range. Desert hills. To and shit, get yeah. to the fucking runway and yeah. then to get to a building, then figure out which building or which. Or, how the fuck are you in the building? And that's assuming you haven't been killed yet. Right, right. If you made it that far, I would be shocked. And mm-hmm. then if you did make it that far, you made it into the building and you were able to figure out where the fucking elevator is that takes you down to the level where the actual interesting shit is or find the right hangers because the the hangers you see there have nothing but fucking uh probably air force airplanes military fighter jets or something Mm -hmm. all the good shit's hidden in the fucking mountain just listen to the joe rogan podcast all that shit the alien shit is all in hangers in a mountainside Mm -hmm. that the and you wouldn't know it because it's disguised right so by flying overhead or in the fucking satellite, you'd never see it. And if they, if it was visible, they'd blur it out. Yep. Or they would color it in. So to, so don't think you're you're not getting anything. I'm sorry, you're just not yeah. gonna do it. No, not gonna. Happen. As as wonderful as it is to think about, it's kind of like when we did those purge episodes. Yeah. Like, oh, this is fun to do this, but in reality, well, I mean, I think it'd be more re- reality that purge would happen than this. Yeah, yeah. If you're like, not going to get there. Anywhere. I'm sorry. And I saw some people were saying they were going to fucking uh, skydive in and shit. That's the dumbest fucking oh, thing. Oh, yeah, you ever. will be murdered in the air. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry. It's just yeah, going to happen. Yeah, it's none of their fucking plans will Is it work. bad of me to kind of hope some people do just get murdered because of this? You don't have to hope. You know what's going to happen because some dumbass. No, is it bad? Is that is that bad of me to, to want that to happen? Just to, no. Because, I mean... I guess in a way, like, whose side am I on at this point? Am I on the fucking let's let's get disclosure, or am I on the fucking military side? It sounds like I'm on the military side. I well, just think it's a dumb thing. I think you're on a realist side, man. You mean yeah. you just you, well, you know what's going to happen? So yeah, let's be cool. jump. A, let's jump a little bit and say, well, then what's it going to take for actual disclosure to happen? I guess nothing. Let's have them actually fucking. But see, here's this is I guess this is where I kind of wanted to go with it is. Let's say they just came out and said, "Oh, we have aliens. We've we've had them for sixty-five years. We've got their craft. We've got all this, all the technology you've seen. It's come from their intelligence and all this shit." And but I think the problem is why that won't ever happen is because the second they confirm it, you're going to have a couple of different things. You're going to have you're going to have that one group that's like, "Nope, I don't believe it. The government's saying they're real. They're probably bullshit. It's not real." Mm-hmm. It's kind of the me group. Right. Then you're going to have the group that says, finally, it's real, whatever. And and just be like, holy shit, like, I, I want to meet them. I want to, you know, whatever. Let's, mm. whatever. And then you're going to have that other group that's like, all right, well, if that's the case, we don't need to listen to you no more. Right. And then all fucking hell breaks. It's the same thing of like the Catholic Church saying God's not real. It'll never happen because of the shit that'll happen. Yeah, well. Uh, well, what I think, and I, and see, and this is the weird thing about me with aliens. Like, I really want to believe that there are aliens out there. I really want to believe it. But then sometimes I'm like, well, like, think about, like, spies, right? Or not even spies, just people that have information that leak information, right? We could leak type shit. There's got to be one fucking alien out there that's like, fuck this, I'm going to tell the aliens or tell the human people we're here. Why does that, why has that never happened? Well, what's to say it hasn't, and they've just covered it up. What about all these... Okay, once again, in air quotes, nuts right. that go out and and say this shit, you know, just weird random shit, and mm. and the you know how quickly they they get shut down or disappear or right, die. Right. What's to say they weren't telling the truth? Well, no, but that's just a dude that's seen it. Why can't we? Why would not one alien just fucking? That's what I'm saying. Photobomb fucking something. You know what I mean? Oh well, what's to say it's not? 
Mm-hmm. What about all the fucking videos you see? How many fake videos are on YouTube of UFOs? Well, we assume they're fake, but what if one of those in there is real? Mm-hmm. What if the shittiest one is actually real? But we're so fucking we we we've built been built to the expectation that it's going to be almost godlike when we right, see this, right. and that's how we'll know it's real. But in reality, it's a fucking looks like a 1957 fucking saucer. Right. What if that's real? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I've always, you know. If you're an alien and you're listening to this out in space, give us a call. Fucking, the number is uh, 1-872-2428-311. So give us a call. Tell us you're an alien. Tell us where you're from. Get, you know, tell us why you haven't shown up. You know, fucking schedule an interview. Come fucking into the podcast. You're cool with that, right? Yeah. As long as she's not a chick, it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's the wrong podcast, but. I know. But, uh, but, but hang on, Dave. <laughs> I'm setting something up here. Right, I know it's the wrong podcast. But because the aliens travel so fast, mm-hmm. we've actually got audio that was recorded. It will be in our future, uh-huh. but it was actually our past. Sweet. That we're going to play right now. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're not going to do that. I would have done it. I would have fucking yeah, rolled with it. I'm a yes That's the kind of shit you can hear on uh, Rock Vegas. We had a, we, we'll, we'll, we'll actually play that interview on Rock Vegas. Right. How's that? All right. That'll uh, work. So we have an alien that, <laughs> that did call into the show. Yeah. And me and Dave, well, it was mostly... It was mostly me doing the interview, and Dave was a little starstruck. I was starstruck. Um, I, it was like when I was drunk and calling the fucking uh, Kona Brewing Company. Yeah, and the, well, we let it ring for 19 minutes, and finally somebody answered. <laughs> and the second somebody answered, because I didn't think we thought anybody was going to answer, yeah, and, and finally I, somebody did. Dave lost his shit. I did. I lost my shit. And luckily, I was like, talk to this guy. I forget the guy's name now, but hey, what's Chuck, up, bro? I'm sure he still listens. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you know that free beer from him. <laughs> yeah, where's all our Kona yeah, free beer? I'll start drinking again just for the free beer that we were promised. <laughs> Dave stopped drinking because of you, because you never sent us free that, that is the true, true statement. Yes, that is exactly why I quit drinking. So anyways, you can hear that yeah. on uh, upcoming Rock Vegas. Can't wait. It was a great interview. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So the actual Joe Rogan interview is two hours and 15 minutes. Yeah, not happening. Um, but we can play some of these these clips from the show, because they're interesting. I mean, they're, you know, 10, 9, 5, 6, 8 minutes, something like that. We can play a couple of these. Yeah, let's um, play one. Then Just you don't actually one. have to go. You, Dave, don't have to go I will. back and listen. I'm going to. I swear but to God, I will. You really need this. Is I one. I don't know if you're a fan of Rogan, but this is worth <clears throat> listening to. But I think we'll play these clips for here for people that maybe didn't. And even if you did, you'll you'll fucking oh, get some fresher. Out of it. I want to hear it. Yeah, it's interesting. So play let's, that funky white boy music. <laughs> Where the fuck it is? Let's start with this one. Oh wait, let's go older and then we'll come newer. That's what she said. Yeah. Uh, we'll end with that one. Let's do him explaining his story first. Cool. Bob Lazar explains his story. Let's see. Make sure we don't advertise so for somebody else. So his movie on Netflix, what's it called? Just Bob Lazar? Oh, uh, yeah. I think if you just type in Lazar mm-hmm. or Bob Lazar, it's... I think it's Bob Lazar in Area 51 or something like that. Right. He talks about it. Joe Rogan experience. I first heard your story decades ago. I've, uh, I told you last night we went out to dinner. I've seen pretty much every interview you've ever given. I've followed the story incredibly closely. But for people who don't know the story, let's give them the bullet points. You used to work at Area 51. 
in Area 51. You got you. You went like, huh? Well, you know, we want to be accurate. Okay. Area S4. S4. Okay. It's about 15 miles south of Area 51. Okay. But, um, you worked in what would you? How would you describe it? Uh, I, I guess within the Area 51 compound. You can call that a subset of Area 51. So pause it for a second. And you got that job. Before that, you were working. How can he talk about this shit if he was, like, in the CIA or government or whatever the fuck? Uh, man, Dave, I really wish you would have listened to this interview before you, we started. I'm sorry, dude. Because you're going to an- ask a lot of these questions. I'm just going to ask that one question. Well, he wasn't in the CIA. All right, well, he whatever government government shit. Hey, he talks, he'll, he'll probably tell you within four minutes yeah, and this how, how he got into, well, in the interview, he talks about how he got hired. Right. So maybe that's not in this clip exactly. I can't remember. I almost feel like we should, we should pause our own thing, <laughs> go watch that, and then come back so that you can... No. Because that's, honestly, it's worth just dissecting his whole fucking thing. Maybe we'll do a separate do thing separate. on yeah. just that. Yeah, I'm cool Like, that. we'll break down that interview. Right. But, um, like, how can he declassify it and start telling us shit that he shouldn't be telling Oh, he's us? not supposed to. <laughs> he's just doing it and they haven't killed him yet? That's yeah. the weird thing. Well, no, no. They... they He's been death threatened. They've tried killing him. Okay. Um, he. You're. It's Sorry. Really, let's. I don't want to tell you. Don't ask questions. I don't want to be that dick. But just kind of listen to what they talk about here, and then we'll talk about what he talked about. And then we'll, I'll watch what the we'll fucking, do I'll is watch the fucking thing before we do it. Well, we, we'll actually just we'll do like we we've done him with movies in the past. We'll play his podcast and then we'll pause it and discuss things as it goes, listening to everything that he says. Because we'll just play some of these clips. This would be like a quicker version, uh, you know, spotted clip. But then we'll do a whole separate episode with just that. All right, I'm down. Um, because it is interesting. There's a lot there, and there's a lot to discuss from just that podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this is more kind of a little. Storm River, this is kind of how it all started, but we'll do right. we'll do a know. separate breakdown. So, if you do have questions, stop, and then I'll tell you if I can answer it or or if we'll do you're, it. You're gonna later. pull a Blink One Eighty Two on me. It's cool. <laughs> I can't get his fucking name either. Tom DeLong. There you go. King. Before that, I had worked King. in Los Alamos, <laughs> right? National Labs in New Mexico, and you were involved in what kind of work? There? Nuclear weapon development, physics. I mean, that's, they, they do everything there. So, how do they approach you? To say, hey, Bob, why don't you come on out to the Nevada desert? Well, the way this went down was, um, at that time, it was 1982, I um, had put uh, a jet engine in my my Honda. And Los Alamos put it on the front page of the paper. He said, you know, uh, Los Alamos man, physicist at the lab, you know. Built this 200 mile an hour, you know, Honda jet car that I, I drove to work every day. <laughs> so, uh, so I was I was known in Los Alamos, the guy with the weird car, and you know, you could hear it from you know a mile away. Anyway, the day that came out on the front page of the paper was the day Edward Teller, the father of the hydrogen bomb, was giving a lecture down there at the lab, and we didn't have much going on that day in our group, and I asked if I could go down there. And um, I went down there early, and Ed Teller was outside, leaning on a brick wall there and reading the front page of the paper. 
now this is a guy out of history, so I introduced myself. Hey, I'm the guy you're reading about there. And we talked for a little while, and it was cool. Uh, you know, fast forward to years later, I had moved out to Las Vegas and had, you know, left Los Alamos and, you know, went on to other things. And I wanted to get back into the scientific community. You know, I left to start other businesses and and that sort of thing. So I sent resumes out, and one of them went out to Ed Teller and referenced our meeting, you know, back at, back in that, the day. And uh, anyway, he remembered me and gave me a reference, somebody to contact at EGNG. And that's pretty much how it started. So you get a phone call or a letter? Like, what do you get? Well, I got a – what did I get? Mm-hmm. I got a letter initially and um, went down for an interview probably a couple times, and it was down at uh, EG&G Special Projects, which was um, at McCarran Airport at that time out in Las Vegas. And did they give you any sort of job description of what you were applying for? Um, they said it was for ad- – I can't remember exactly what they did. This was a long time ago, but I, I think it was um, – advanced propulsion or something like that, something relatively generic. And they said, it's in a remote area. Um, you know, it's going to be some days on, some days off. And, um, you know, it was kind of a, it, it was kind of uh, not exactly a full-time job, but you might have to be out there for two weeks at a time and take two weeks off. So it was kind of a, the work schedule would be kind of broken up. And did this seem attractive to you, or did it seem weird? How no, it? it really wasn't weird, because people that work at the test site, anybody that's familiar with the area up there, um, you know, working at the nuclear test site uh, or at the Tonopah test range north of there, uh, that's typically how things go. So you had known about it from the scientific community? Because Area 51 at that time was No, they didn't say anything about Area 51. Okay, so they, they just... They just said it was in a, you know, in a remote location... And you just know it was up at the test site. Right. So, but there was no mention of Area 51 at that time. So they've done hundreds of nuclear tests in Nevada. Nevada, that that whole area was, there's been, there's giant chunks of Nevada that people. Yeah, there's a big piece of Nevada, and it's split up into different areas. There's a nuclear test site. There's Area 51. There's the Tonopah test range north of that. There's little sub-areas. There's areas where they test chemical weapons and things like that. So it's all broken up as a you know gigantic test area. So take me back to first day on the job. You accept a job. They take you out there. Yeah. It's... Um the first day, really, I didn't really get to see a whole lot. The first day was essentially just paperwork. That's when I flew into Area 51 proper. And Very I technical. left uh, McCarran Airport mm-hmm. and flew what they call the Janet flights. Because what Joe's trying to get is, tell me the crazy shit you saw. It doesn't necessarily mean the exact first day. Right. And he's right. like, takes it as very technical. Well, yeah, the actual first day. Well, the fucking all, scientists. All, all, all about, we did is paperwork. Yeah, you know? yeah. So it's like, you know, in, as you hear the interview when we do this, you'll see that. Like, Joe's like, right, when the fuck did you see the crazy shit? Like, <laughs> right, right. Hey, it's funny. Just, um, you know, a passenger plane from Las Vegas to Area 51. And it was really just going through a mountain of paperwork that day. Uh, from security clearances to, um, God, there was it, it was like two or three hours of just solid paperwork, and that was that was really an uneventful first day. <laughs> nice. So, what was your question again? 
How can he talk about it now and oh, not, not get yeah. killed? Yeah, he does talk about this in the thing. Well, I'm trying to think. It's better if he just tells that story, but... Uh, yeah, you're not going to find it in the clips that are set up. I'm trying to think. Right here. You'll find it right here, Dave. You'll get your answer. Yay! Another fucking ass. Because what they did is basically they tried to lobotomize disappear him. Oh no shit! Basically, like we're we're not gonna necessarily kill you because you put this out. And if we kill you, it makes us makes it seem like everything you said is true. So we'll just hide everything that you've ever fucking done and now accomplished and make you not exist. That has allowed people to discredit you. Was there's obviously been some sort of an effort to erase your past. Yeah, some sort of an uh, an effort to erase your education history, your employment history at Los Alamos. In fact, right. the only way your employment history was proven at Los Alamos is someone got a list, a directory of the employees from the past, and read into it, and you were on that list. So it proved that you worked there, even though people were trying to deny it, and they were trying to use that as a way to discredit you that you never did work at Los Alamos. You weren't really right. a scientist. What was what was that like to experience? I mean, of course, we're talking about the 1980s, the 1990s, when you could get away with something like that. Yeah, I mean, obviously there were a lot less, uh, a lot less records on computers at that time. It was still file cabinets and, yeah. and folders. But uh, yeah, that was frightening. That was one of the first things. What I happened? Started. I think it's. I think George Knapp was the first one that uncovered that. I mean, he saw my birth certificate disappear. He um, it disappeared. Yeah, like there was no record of your being. Yeah, there was there was no record of that. There was uh, his mom no tells record. Me, his mom tells me about that. Like it was frightening for her. For, uh, he's got a real family, you know. He's a real person. It was frightening for her. But if the Los Alamos thing really surprised me, and that they were so adamant that no, this guy never worked here. Don't be ridiculous. And George went back and forth, you know, for I got for, the letters on the wall. Yeah, months. I mean, it it was ridiculous. But fortunately, somebody came up. With a 1982 phone book directory. I mean, and also, uh, originally I told you, uh, you know, when I worked there, I was on the front page of the, the paper. So yes. they were still able to archive, you know, break, bring that back from the archives. And, you know, Bob Lazar, a physicist working here at Los Alamos. So there was at least something there. But uh, somehow George came up with the, well, the phone directory. And then and, George, then Bob took George with cameras into Los Alamos. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we flew out there, and I said, look, come on in. I'll show you where I worked. We'll go in. We'll meet people. And George went with me and, you know, and filmed you inside there. And you navigate there. the place. So you'd oh, yeah. And, you know, met people, and you know. and Los so Alamos no was also the place where they had the machine that was able to read the the size of your digits. No, no. That was that in Los Alamos. That was S4. That was S4. And explain that. So... Now, this was back in the 80s. And this is and back in the 80s where when you discuss this, people are like, this doesn't even exist. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What was it? It was a way, you know, this was before fingerprint scanners and, you know, and anything of anything, any high resolution scanner at that time. So what it was was a device that uh, had a little picture of a hand on a glass plate with pins in it so you could jam your hand in there. And there was a bright light above it and a sensor underneath. And when you put your hand in there, the light would turn on and it would measure the bones in your finger because the light shone through your bones. And apparently, the length of the bones in your fingers are extremely unique and easy to measure. And they use that 
when you put your hands on there, the light would turn on and your badge would pop out. There's it right there. Oh, there it is. That's that's it. And I tried to describe this um, to people, and they said, that is the most ridiculous thing we've ever heard. And um, I said, hey, that my badge came out of that thing. I put my hand on it, badge popped out, and that's how I could open the doors and get into S4. And... Um, you know, you, and everybody discredited that. They said it was bullshit. It was, it was science fiction. And, Jeremy, you found this. I, I found it through a good friend of mine named Tyler Rogaway, and he had some good sources inside of Area 52 where they also used these for the stealth program right around that time. So now I've got all these people that worked within who you know, said only if you're in certain programs would we use this technology. It was kind of shit, actually. They didn't keep it for very long, beginning of biometrics. So I was able to reveal it in my film. I kept my mouth shut until I showed it to Bob. You know, In the movie, it was the first time he saw it was how you see it in the documentary. That's his genuine reaction. I'm getting goosebumps. That was a great idea, the, the way you did it. Thank you, man, because you know what? Guess what? I'm, I'm actually yeah. trying to see if he's telling the truth. That's how I started. You know, that's yeah. how I started. So it was really cool to see that, and you, that you get to see it, his yeah. actual reaction. Has that been verified by other people? Yeah. So, yeah, so to me it has. Uh, personally, I get emails every day, and people are telling me where these are used and how they're used, and the semi-photos. I got a lot of photos of identity mats now. Well, how they were used, right? They're not How nothing, they were used. But, using yeah, mats. but uh, I don't – the most recent one was – way more recent than I thought in another country. But yeah, that technology was used. So what's so funny is um, that this technology, even in the Area 52 where they'd use them for Tonopah, one of the guys who will go on camera with me, he will do an interview with me. He was a technician for one of these. And, and he hated them because they were really bad. They always broke down and never... And he was a technician for them. Now, mm. he won't tell me where. if He worked at Area 52, so it was probably Tonopah. It's very separated, even on the base, but yeah. So there was that. Yeah. There is your education record. That was also, like, what happened with that? Th well, that disappeared also. You know, that I, I have, I've, never gone, I've never gone anywhere for education. I've never gone, I never attended any classes at Caltech. I never attended anything at MIT. You did attend classes in those places. Though. I did attend classes in those places. Do you know anybody that you went to school with? That, yes, I do. And have they verified that they went to school with you? Well, I give Jeremy some names, but peop yeah, I, the reason I don't say these names publicly of is course. because every single time I mention a name, somebody gets in trouble. They don't want to of be. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah of course. Um, but what what is that experience like, seeing your birth certificate erased, seeing your employment Well, it's history? frightening. It's it's absolutely frightening. But it's also the fuel that the debunkers use, the so-called, air quote, skeptics. I don't like the term skeptics. I'm going to say this publicly because I, I really have only said this privately. I think it's a sloppy, lazy way to look at things, mm. to just be a skeptic. Look, just, there, at I this want people point, to be objective. And I think there's a lot of things you should be skeptical of. I think you should you should look at things and look at things from a hard-line science perspective. You should Absolutely. be objective. But the idea of skeptics, the problem with that is you're always looking for things to be bullshit. Yeah. And I think that's dangerous because I think some things aren't bullshit. It's confirmation bias on the other end. You're just it deciding is. to take a square thing and put it in a round hole no matter what. And know? I find a lot of them to be lazy. Yeah. A lot of them to be lazy thinkers. Sure. Because they're always putting it into that box instead of going, hmm. Instead of just separating their ego, they're trying. They're playing a game, 
and the game is calling bullshit. I want to call bullshit, and I'm going to line up all these reasons why it's bullshit, and I'm going to ignore anything that might be contrary to that definition. Yeah, that does. Every time I'm thinking I'm going to catch him in something, you know, all along this process, um, I found Dr. Krangle. He came forward and said, I was in security briefings with Bob Lazar, the physicist at Los Alamos. He went on the record with me. Now, the other people I talked with, why won't they go on the record with me? Because they're still working there. So that that's the difference, right? What is the what can the public have, right? Or even if they're not working there, they, you know, they want to live their okay. lives. Why? I mean, obviously, people have seen what's happened to you, Mike Thigpen. After thirty years, yeah, really. I found him. If you look at all the information on, you know, concerning my accounts, that's that's verifiable. It can't possibly be a bullshit story anymore. It's really way past that point. Yeah, I mean. That was my Mike Thigpen is I mean how is, could I possibly person? know uh, so Mike Thigpen was the guy that did the security clearances to go to the bait one of the guys that was and this used. is the guy that you worked with he said he did right and and George Knapp you know George didn't believe him George put him through four polygraph tests right he tried to see man this is a big risk it sounds interesting but let's see if he's telling the truth one of the things was Bob said there was a guy named Mike Thigpen. He did security clearances for the base, and that's a weird name. It's a very specific. For 30 years, George found this guy in this weird department that he didn't even know. It was Mike Thigpen. The guy wouldn't talk to me, ghosted him, totally ghosted him for 30 years, used Facebook and Google image match through his children. I was able to find him after 30 years, and I talked to him three times on the phone. He lives on the East Coast. He almost went on camera with me. Confirmed that he did security clearances for the base in 1989. Confirmed he remembers Bob Lazar. And what you don't know is there's a handwritten note that a friend of yours has from Mike. What? I know. I'm going to give it to you later. I don't. <laughs> but that is real. That is actual. So a handwritten note that says what? You know, like this is new to me. So, so when the I when you're He's trying to how to set it up. When they do security I, clearances, they go through all your friends and family. And they go to your and, friends, and, family. Yeah. Yeah. So this and, is uh, to Bob uh, and. I had people come to me for a friend of mine that's serving, and they're doing a security clearance for him. And even though I'm like the UFO guy, uh, they did, you know, the FBI come and visit my house and make sure that they talk about my friend. And they lift a little card. And when my wife told them to get away because she didn't know who they were, they left a little card. It's super cute now. Back then, it was a handwritten note, and his friend has it for him that you haven't seen in oh my god two Holy decades. <laughs> so if you're listening, how friend, come you're telling well, me what, this now? I don't know why I'm telling what you is this now. card? It's just a little handwritten note with Mike Thigpen's signature. Oh, I mean a card, like a like a like a postcard, like a piece of paper that okay. he left on the door, saying when Bob gets back or whatever it says on it. So it's just another little funny thing. I found the guy. He does the security clearances. He admitted to me he did it, and he admitted to me he was dodging George Knapp because when George said his name on the on the on the news, he dropped his fork into his steak or into his potatoes or whatever, and he's looking at his wife. He was in trouble. His name's never supposed to be out there like this. Just a security clearance guy. But you don't want national attention associated with anything Bob has to say. But anyway, this unique name Bob said for 30 years, and the guy ghosted George Knapp. George could prove he existed. He actually talked to me, man. He talked to me three times. He almost went on camera with me. It's just crazy. What what do you what happens after 30 years? You just get more info. <laughs> so what we'll do is we'll do two more podcasts on this topic. We'll yeah. we'll do the Netflix movie mm. where we pause and watch and pause yeah. and watch, yeah. and we'll do the Joe Rogan podcast pause and watch. I like it. So there's two of those coming up soon. Um, so now that kind of sets up, answers your question a little bit. 
Yeah. Of how they go. It gets in a little bit more it's into it. It's crazy that they fucking try to erase him. Yeah, but that's what they do. I mean, this is what they do to people. Uh, yeah. The only difference is kill sometimes fucking... they kill him and then do this. Yeah. If they didn't go national with it. Right. This guy went national and he had the backing of George Knapp and all that. So it actually kind of protected him. Yeah. But it still, they just made him seem like a fucking quack. Back, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, let's see. But does he actually talk about fucking shit he saw, though? I think we'll... That one's 20 minutes. That's too goddamn long. I want a short one that says, yes, aliens are gray and oh, blue no. with he big penises. He doesn't... Not to ruin it for you, David. He doesn't really do that. Well, fuck that guy, though. Uh, Guy's full of shit. That's somebody else's shit. Uh, this is probably the next best... That's a long one, though, man. Maybe this one. Maybe we'll do this one, and then that's, that's what... Shit. And then, yeah. <clears throat> but this one wouldn't be too bad, either. Let's do this one, and then this one. Here. Okay? Okay. Do this one first. And that'll be it for clips. That's fine. Oh. Not getting that Almost, added in cocksucker. There. They got their fucking music in there. Fucking cocksuckers. Now, I'm not in, believe it or not, I'm not into UFOs. I don't follow stories or, you know. Even after your experiences? No, I'm fascinated with the technology, and I, I, it really it irks me like every night I go to sleep that, you know, I don't, that it was my own doing, essentially, that that prevented me from continuing on in the in the project. I mean, it's the... That to be on that cutting edge of technology is so alluring to me. Right. But you know, uh, by the same token, I don't really care that there's aliens or where they come from. I mean, the prize is the technology, and that's what I'm fascinated by. But so I don't listen to UFO stories and that sort of thing. But George Knapp is, um, I mean, he's the guy that has the contacts and tries to thread everything together. And uh, what he recently told me is he found. I don't know, it was either documentation or people that he spoke to. It's that this, the existence of this project, the project that I was on, it's something that they seem to take out every eight or ten years. So that's a very specific memo, and this is actually, I, this is the first time I'll be very clear with people about it. It's a big topic of conversation right now. It's called the Wilson Memo. You can look it up. Admiral Wilson met with a scientist who actually was featured in one of my films, Everybody has been debating whether or not this document of a conversation with a with a sitting admiral at the time is a real document. It, it's an actual conversation that happened, and this document is real. Everybody wants to know the world is going crazy right now in the UFO world. I'll tell you straight up right now, I'm in the position to know, and it is a real document, that it is real. So the conversation you read in that... That conversation was had. I can't attest to every... I don't, you're not being very clear. Sure. Please. Mm -hmm. No problem. So there was a document that is circulating right now that is really big. It's going around everywhere. People are asking. And what is this document? It's called the Wilson Memo is what, how you can find it online. The, or the Wilson Leak. There it is. Jimmy's got it. The Wilson Memorandum. Use uh, of human volunteers. No, 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 no. No, no, no. That yeah. no that's oh, not okay, it. Okay, yeah. Okay. So... Uh, Admiral Wilson meets with this scientist, and they have this discussion, oddly enough, at special projects at EG&G. And I, if I remember, the document is from 2001. I'm telling everybody right now, it's real, 
and we'll see. My history is pretty good with like saying if something's real or not, right? So here we go. The document comes out. They meet at EG&G Special Projects. In 1989, they, they stumble into a problem. This happens. They put the technology away, and then they bring it back out and see if material science has caught up and if they can make any progress. So this document kind of talks about this process. The big thing I get from it, and a lot of it's vindicating to Bob, and one of the things that's vindicating besides the EG&G thing is that private industry – so this guy's an admiral – and he says, I, sh I found out about your SAP, your special access program. I need to know about it. And he's going to a, a, a private part of industry. And he is denied access. And he says, I, you know, I should be running this program. And they were able to deny him access. So I think the takeaway here is check it out. I'm telling you that that is an actual correct, that is a leak. Now, everything said in that document, I, I don't know. What are you talking about? What, what is said in that document specifically? It's, it's uh, between a scientist and, and an admiral that are sitting and they're having a, a meeting and they're talking about um, the, the search for the, the UFO subject, the search to get special access program access to all of these different things like reverse engineering programs. So in this document, they talk about it. Uh, I believe that... The, this document, the, the person that went was employed by Robert Bigelow, you know, one of the guys that has a couple of yes. orbiting satellites and all that stuff. Who's he's been... the guy who owns Skinwalker Ranch. Mm -hmm. No, he's not. No? He was he the was, guy yeah. that owned Skinwalker. Okay. Yeah, he used to own it. There's a new owner, and I, he, I interviewed him for my other film, but there's a new owner, and you'll be hearing a lot more about that soon. But, uh, like, it'll just, there's, there's stuff that you'll be hearing about Skinwalker Ranch soon because there's a new owner. Anyway, the, the whole point of this, in, you know, insertion here is just that that document kind of validates a lot of this idea Bob just said, that they make a little progress, then they can't go anywhere. They tuck it away, and then they bring it back out, you know, 10 years later and start working on it. What is the limiting factor? I think Bob should speak on this, but it's the material science. You yeah, know, it's really where physics is, so I, I, can, I can see them doing that. I mean, I didn't have any... Uh, information on that but i think what you know george uncovered is probably accurate that uh you know we try and do what we can and once we reach a roadblock going we really can't figure it out it's just friggin wait put the thing away wait for science to catch up and you know a decade later let's take the project out again and see all right now where can we go but, but there's got to be someone who remains informed, right? Oh, like, yeah. So you've got your scientists like you and Barry. You got your people that you compartmentalize. You got these people working. Yeah, this there project. has to be some people right. that know everything. You've got security, and then someone's going to be on the outside saying, "Hey, we need people to guard this building. Don't let anybody in for ten years." I think. Yeah, I think a lot of that is private industry, and I think that's how really? they keep it. Yeah, I think that's how they litter because the government is just so leaky. I think that's kind of what they're doing. That's what the document kind of proves. You just articulated that, that um, it is in control of private industry. What private industry? Some aerospace company, something? I don't know. Yeah, they wouldn't, they would, the guy, the admiral wouldn't name it in the car, right. in the conversation. Right. Yeah. So they still have these things, supposedly. I would guess. I mean, I don't have any information on have that. Have you at all. ever asked anyone? that has any inkling of any idea of where they got them or how they got them. No, but um, something must have been said to me um, from Barry. and But I, I, it was just too long ago, and I, I can't quite remember what was said. But it 
it just left a seed in my mind. I think at least one of them was part of an archaeological dig. So it's old. Something one At least one of them is old. I don't know if it was the one I worked on, but I remember something to do with an archaeological dig. Whoa. So that's... Uh, that means it's not just old, it's ancient. That'd be a great Steven Spielberg movie. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's weird that he said. <laughs> as all of it would. Yeah, yeah that as, me I bet you there's one coming. Time, yeah. Maybe not by That's Steven Spielberg, time. but I bet yeah, you there's one coming. A couple of dudes with some brushes looking for a Tyrannosaurus Rex bone. They and hit metal. Soon. And when did they find it? You know, that, that they have nine of them. Yeah. Well, and how could we have not heard about that? What about the guys with the brushes? How could yeah. you uncover something like that? And well, Joe's newspaper at home does. I mean, they said it on that first day. Oh, you mean the Roswell? Yeah, yeah, the one you yeah. told me. Yeah. yeah, I have a cover. What is this here, Jamie? This is the document, but I, it, I had to do some digging to find it. Yes, <laughs> it's just kind of, yeah, so this is where they meet at EG&G, and this is Admiral Wilson, and there's a lot more coming out. Now, I want to be clear. George didn't put this out. He didn't leak this out to anybody. This is, I can tell you how I... Who recorded I, this, this conversation? So this was an employee of, at the time, Robert Bigelow. And this is in 2002? Right. Do you remember when he had that government contract called OSAP, the world all knows about now? And he had NIDS that studied the ranch. So that $22 million, everybody is saying it was for ATIP, um, Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program. The $22 million was for OSAP that was pushed through through Congress, three congressmen, right, an astronaut. It was pushed through... And that's what that $22 million, by the way, they spend more money on Viagra every year than they do studying UFOs, if it was just this program, which I think is funny. They probably make the a lot more money from Viagra. They probably do. The UFOs, too. Well, you never know how it seeds into population. But anyway, uh, this program, uh, this is what was the mother program. So it, it got the $22 million, And really, it was to study Skinwalker Ranch. Oddly enough, that $22 million all was inspired by the phenomenon they were seeing at Skinwalker Ranch because the scientists... They're seeing vehicles come through, like, a space in the sky. Yeah, we went there. I went there right. with Duncan. Yeah, we we interviewed m a bunch of people that seemed full of shit, but a couple that didn't. But it was very, <laughs> very interesting. Totally. And it, it, there's, But in, if you look, I spent a lot of time in the area. I'm not talking about those stories. I'm saying there were scientists hired by the government, right, through Bigelow to study the ranch because they thought it was important. And, you know, whatever, whatever. The point is that $22 million was to study that. Then we have ATIP, which is like an auxiliary kind of program of military sightings, like Commander Fravers and that sort mm -hmm. of thing. This document is just one of those things that has now come forward that um, through the Bigelow studies, it was government-funded, and then it was personally funded and then government-funded. Um, it's just one of those things that kind of shakes you because you got this military guy who can't get access because of the private industry that's holding these non-terrestrial materials that they can't study it so that's the the claim right now give it some time let people dig more into this it's fascinating man okay one more yes yeah yeah let's see that was that one we want to go here that one yeah It is fascinating. Mm-hmm. Very too, we watched the movie. I've seen the movie, too. Yeah. Movie and the interview, you get the whole picture. For the most part. Uh-oh. I love that. It's thinking. Like, it's there. It's just thinking. It's hovering like a UFO. <laughs> Maybe they've said, all right, you guys have done too much today. 
I want to welcome you our CIA friends. Shut it down. Hello, friends. Yeah, you guys are friends. You're being dicks. Yeah. Here, let's we shout you out all the time, man. We appreciate you listening. Got nothing oh, else better to wow. do. You don't want to listen to fucking Taylor Swift. <laughs> I got home CD. from the comedy store at <laughs> like two, and then I watched some goofy. I've been on this UFO documentary kick. Watching UFO documentaries. Yeah, I told you, so, it was David. It was, this uh, isn't Sam, part of the interview. About it, yeah, we were no. talking about that. Yeah. What were you? Did you have something specific that you saw recently? Yeah, the documentary. Two of them. One of them is Area, uh, Area Fifty One, Bob Lazar, and Area Area right. Fifty One and Flying Saucers. It's uh, some a documentary on this guy who claimed that he worked on these alien ships in Area 51 in the 1980s. I gave me chills. As time's gone on, more of the things that he said have proven to actually be true. Like what? Including um, an element that he talked about, element 115, I think it was called. Like an organism from outer space? No, 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 an element, like a man-created element. You know, like there's carbon. Right. Yeah, well, there's an element that they created that he talked about way before it was ever publicized. And he talked about this thing, and then it turned out to be true. He talked about these, um, there's these um, uh, hand monitors that you would put your hand on this thing, and these lines, these metal lines would detect the distances in the bones of your fingers, the exact distances, and everyone is different. It's like a signature thing. Mm -hmm. And that they could find out if it was you or not you that was trying to go through. So the way they would scan people, the bioscan, would literally measure the bones in their fingers. And people said that was horseshit. He talked about this in the 1980s. People said it was horseshit, but then later on turned out, no, they did have that in Los Alamos. They did have that in, in Area 51, and that this technology was very very uh advanced very not just very advanced but very not it was not well known at all like very few people she's did. one of those annoying ladies that has to mm-hmm. try and finish what you're about to say when she has no fucking yeah exactly oh, i thought you were saying yeah exactly yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's really annoying awesome it was very oh. difficult for them to get <laughs> photos of this hand scanner but this hand scanner did exist and existed exactly as this guy described it in the 80s i mean that's super progressive for that time there's also Even people for now. that did approve his top secret clearance to get to this place they know that he actually worked there there's people that um, worked in the same Los Alamos lab with him. They tried to say he never worked there, but his name's on the manifest. It's very strange. It's like they've tried to erase parts of this guy's past because he um, he filmed a bunch of their crafts as they were flying around. Like He knew what days. This is the thing. That thing right there, you put your hand on that, and it actually measures the distance of your, the size and length of your bones. That's look, that looks like something that's inside of an escape room in L.A. It does. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's so true. But I, it? Uh, I went into this documentary skeptical. I As you this, should. Yeah, but I am. I'm Can so we just mute done her? All those things. <laughs> but listen to this guy talk for a while. After a while, I was like, what if he's telling the truth? Like, what if he is actually telling the truth? Because if he's actually telling the truth. There is some part of the government that had access, at least in the 1980s, to alien technology. I mean, there it probably is. There probably is some truth to that. Crazier things have happened. And also, like, just your mentality of believing him is probably the same thing that made Dr. Malachi Lovejoy Robinson III become successful. Mm, a con artist? Yeah. I so, mean, either this dude, there's validity of what he's saying in this documentary, which I can't wait to watch. Or he's just really great at painting a picture. Some people are mm-hmm. so good at convincing you That's true. of truths. True. There's, you know, people with like borderline personality disorder and mm-hmm. no. every sort of spectrum. Convincing you of lies to make you think that they're truths. 
is what she should have said. Yeah. She kind of fucked that up. I think everybody kind of knows what she yeah. meant. Um, and I just so wish I think, it was Joe yeah. Rogan talking. I think we'll skip over the rest of this. I'm totally okay with that. Um, so, so bottom line is you're not going to Storm Area 51 is what you're saying. Uh, you know what? If anything, I'll go out to the desert and take pictures with a you know with my camera, and maybe I'll have a drone and raise the drone up to watch the hordes get run in and mm. slowly get shot. But I don't know if I would actually attempt it. You know what I mean? I just don't. How, think... how many? How many people do you really think are going to show up? A couple hundred thousand. All right. So right now there's. Has it gone up since we started this fucking show? Where was the... Oh, I think it was one more back. <clears throat> I think it has gone up. Yeah. Somebody fucking remember what we said at the beginning. Now it's 1,443,708. We should have wrote it down. Yeah. But well, anyways... We'll listen to it again. Uh, so I think probably you'll get... I think you'll get a couple thousand to go out there. And probably a couple hundred will attempt it. I don't, mm-hmm. I, I honestly, okay, let's just go with How this. many deaths? I think we'll have 5,000 people. We'll just round it okay. to a fucking easy number. Yeah. 5,000 people will show up. I think that's high. I don't okay. think it'll be that many. Um, and of those 5,000, 500 will actually cross the line. And I think what they're going to try to do is they'll, try and apprehend all these people and arrest them so there are no deaths. Somebody will probably pull out a fucking gun and mm-hmm. they'll get shot. Yeah, or they'll have like a laser So no more than five stupid. people will get shot. So you want to okay. play the rule of fives here. 5,000 will show up, 500 will run in, 495 will get arrested, five will get killed. I don't think, I don't think they'll arrest that many. I bet you... Half will get arrested. The they'll other, get a apprehended, and they'll get I think, a charge. I think half will get arrested. The other half will... Stop and turn around and run the fuck we'll, out. We'll, we'll escape, and I do think there'll be at least, I think, ten deaths. I don't think it'll be that many, but... I think there will be. Here's the thing. Either way, don't do it. Yeah, it's dumb. I, don't do it. I understand what we want to have happen here. But I don't think they it's realize what's there. Like, it's so far from You're the not going to find what you want there. to find there. No. Because at the very least, you've told them a fucking date. And a time. I see a time on there now, Yeah, too. it's 3 a.m., right in the middle of the fucking night, which is also interesting. Not to, like, you know, I don't know. Don't do it. Because, one... Even if you managed to get across the line and you made it, made it all the way to the runway, you made it to a building, you're not going to see anything. Right. Because what's what you really want to see, you probably ran past on yeah. your way th- to that right. thing and didn't even know you ran past the crazy shit that's hidden in the fucking mountain. That's probably, not only that's probably outside of Area 51. You're probably driving past it to get to the fucking entrance. What, what, what would make the most sense here? If you were trying to hide something really from the, you would hide it in plain sight. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't put it right there where everybody fucking right. knows now. It's probably but in the Area 51 can... diner. You know what I mean? There's probably some secret entrance in the Area 51 yeah. diner. That would be like some Men in Black shit where it's like, mm. oh, you go to the phone booth and, or uh, what's the other movie? A locker. Yeah, it's like something stupid and you hit a code at a fucking library in Las Vegas and it 
sucks you down, and all of a sudden now you're in the fucking... You right. know, it's something probably crazy. Or literally just in the side of a mountain. This is what he talks about in that interview. Mm. says it's in the fucking... They, they basically take you on a bus with the curtains pulled. Like, you you land at on the runway there from Janet Airlines. You, you get off that onto a bus. They close the curtains, and you drive. And he doesn't know where they drive, what direction. You know, I'm sure they do extra circles or loops right, or turns right. that are unnecessary. You probably go in a little box... Three of them, and you're, at this point, you know, you, you've lost track of what the fuck you're doing, and then you show up probably just around the corner or something, and there's fucking, you know, hangar doors mm-hmm. that are disguised as mountain side, right, right. but it's just a fucking hangar door. And he said literally they were open one day, and he was able to see all of these crafts. You'll hear it in the room when we do the thing, mm-hmm. um, and we can stop and discuss and all that. It's interesting. And do I believe Bob Lazar? Yes, I believe him 100%. I don't think he's lying at all. Do I think Storm Air 51, they can't stop all of us? Yes, they can. <laughs> uh, I, I love the idea that there's this much interest in it. Mm-hmm. But I think they need to just disclose it all. Just come out with it. What do we have? What... But I think they're so scared of that that they they will lose ultimate control of right. hum, humans or Americans or even the world. If you just came out with it, mm-hmm. I mean, I think they are so scared they're going to lose control. And who is they? I don't know, the people that are controlling us. Yeah. And that's the other fucked up thing. So think about, like, peace in the world, right? So we are fighting with all these countries. We hate every country. Every country hates America, right? But... As a whole, we can we can agree that we're just not going to talk about it. So every other country has to know what's the fuck's going on. Yeah, I I, I personally believe that as well. There's so it's one if of those we can agree, unwritten agree on that. Why can't we? Why can't we agree on other shit? You know, war is a racket. Oh, all know, these bullshit about, fights with everything. It's, a big it's business. all fucking bullshit, dude. It's big business. I get it. Here's the thing: there's no need for war. There would be no war. Every think about what the CIA the CIA does. They're there to use propaganda in other countries to create war because we want that oil. We want that whatever. So you go over here, you start bullshit to get them to fucking do something to us, and if they don't do something to us, we'll go out and do something to us and say it was them so that we can have war. For one, it boosts the economy because then you're you're building shit for the war and and all this, and you've got the American people behind it and, and all this bullshit, yet you have the same rich families funding both sides, you have them funding the fucking CIA and the government through slush funds and all this bullshit and drugs, and they're also funding the other side. Right. They're funding everything. It's just bullshit, dude. Everything in this world is fake. Yeah. It's all bullshit. No, I agree. They're not going to find aliens there if you do one. No. Even if they are there, you're never going to make it far enough to see them. Right. Sorry. It's just not going to happen. I agree. So... Beyond that, I think it, I think it's interesting. It'd be really cool to see, but I'm the same way. If they do finally come out, I'm, I'll probably be like, "Yeah, it's bullshit." They're saying it just to shut us up and to say, "Yeah, okay, aliens are yeah, here." I would have to question it. Yeah. If they came out, here's the thing: if they came out tomorrow and said, "All right, fuck it," there's all this interest. We don't want you to come out here. Right. So this is what we got. Here's a picture of, this is what we, who, this is, this alien is George. 
He's from Zeta Reticuli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's a picture of him. And this is the craft, and this is what we've been trying to uh, reverse engineer, and this is what we've been doing. Mm -hmm. You'd have a group of people that said, oh, bullshit. No. Now that you're saying it, I know it's bullshit now. You've another group that would say, holy fucking shit, they finally came out. Wow. And then you'd have another group that said, all right, well, now we don't need to listen to you because they're more powerful than our own government, so now anarchy. Mm-hmm. That's what you're going to have. You're going to have, well, you'll have that. those and three options. I think there's the fourth option of people saying, well, you've lied to us all this time. Fuck you. I don't believe you. That's the same people that don't believe Yeah, them. I guess so, yeah, yeah. You're just adding an additional, additional thought, adding process thought process to that yeah, yeah, that yeah. half of them won't have. Right. You'll have us who say, right. well, we don't believe you, and you've lied to us so much. Why should we believe you? Right. So what's to say this is real? Prove it. Well, how can you prove it? You know what I mean? Like. Right. They put themselves in such a fucking spot. This is partly why they can't ever do it, a hundred percent. But they're right. also, I don't know, man. I really don't. So do you believe like aliens walk among us and shit too? Like the fucking lizard people and the shit like uh, that. Hmm. It's one of those things where. See, and I think that too, I like to have private conversations on this going on record. Yeah. yeah. Because, here's the thing, I like to think that that is real, because I kind of think, like, it makes sense. Like, if you were an alien race, let's say you are advanced alien, and you came here, why wouldn't you want to walk among us, look like us? Uh, But that whole, like, leap of, well, they're reptilians, with a human skin, but, like, you know, when they blink weird, and we watch those videos and shit like that. Right. Makes you, like, there's that part that I'm like, it's probably true. But then it sounds so fucking ridiculous. It's like, you sound like a nut job if you say something like that. So how could it be true? But why couldn't it be? You know what I mean? In my point, too, I I go to the same time because I'm all about whistleblowers. If there was, why is there not one rogue fucking dude being like, yep, I'm a fucking alien and rip off his fucking skin and there you see everything. Why would that not happen? Why would it? There could be a... There's got to be a disgruntled alien running around our fucking planet. Pissed off because he didn't fuck the dog. So maybe this whole... But here's... Okay, this is another thing. Let's put this question. We'll do it now and probably discuss it again when we watch the movie and do the interview or watch the interview. Let's say everything Bob Lazar was told was bullshit it wasn't alien technology it was our technology he was told it's from another world so that they okay so here's the thing let's say i wanted to compartmentalize something this top secret project project because i didn't want russia to find out or china i hire you as a scientist this is shit that our military has put together here this this fucking amazing technology right here Now, I tell you, Dave, this technology you're about to work on came from an alien craft that crash-landed here. It came from such-and-such planet and galaxy, whatever. Right. And that's all we know. We need you to figure out how to operate it. We need you to reverse-engineer it, figure out how it operates, put it back together, make sure it continues to operate, and there you go. Now, this guy over here, 
we give them the same thing. Obviously not in the same time, same room. Right. Same thing, and we tell them, all right, this came from Russia. a whole different planet. No, we're going to go a whole different planet, whole different alien race, whole different thing, whole different fucking story altogether, but something alien, and this. Now we go to this third guy, and we'll do what you said. We got this shit from Russia. We need to figure out how to fucking reverse engineer it because they could use this against us. None of these stories are true. Now we wait. Next thing you know, Dave's over here talk, talking to George Knapp on the fucking news, talking about this alien fucking shit. Well, now we know who Dave over here got told this story, but he's on the news under name of Simon. Mm-hmm. Well, we know that's not Simon. We know that's Dave because he's the only fucking person that ever heard that version of the story. Right. So he's there with, you know, the black face or whatever, right, uh, you right. know, where you can't see him, the dark face, not the black face, but, you know, where it's dark and so you can't see, and they change Shattered the voice, right, and right. he's going by Simon. But we know that's Dave, our scientist. So now we've figured out the bullshit story he's out telling. And then he lives his life based on that. And because he's done this, and then he comes out with his real name, he's a scientist here and all this, so then we add to it to kind of validate his bullshit story that we've told him, and we start taking oh you never went to grand canyon university you never went here you never went there you never worked at whatever we just started eliminating everything well it almost in a weird way validates you but yet devalidates you yet the whole story was bullshit from the beginning you know what i mean right right this is literally what could have happened with him and they could have told this story different stories to each person so that they know if it does get out which one did it because yeah. this guy over here is not going to have the same story as you, and that guy's not going to say, you know? Mm-hmm. It, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, it does. No, it does. So it all could be bullshit. I personally believe him, but I don't know if there's... A, I think a part of that is I want to believe. Right. It's kind of like people that want to believe in God. I mean, you don't have any proof, but you want to believe. You know what I mean? It's right. It's that same kind of thing. Yeah, it's the same concept, for sure. So, But this is how they do things. It's compartmentalization. Mm-hmm. And if you were the military and you had some crazy fucking technology, you would do that. You would tell different scientists different things, all bullshit stories. Your main goal is to get them to fucking figure that thing out, though. Right. You don't get... The, the story is pointless. It doesn't matter. Right. Figure this thing out. That's what. That's what we're here to do. We're going to give you the bullshit story in case you ever leak it. Can't give you the truth. You know what I mean? Right. So there's that part that makes you wonder if Bob Lazar is full of shit, but he doesn't even know it. You know what right. I mean? Right. So it's not like he's intentionally lying to us. He doesn't know any better. That's what he was told. Right. Yeah, it could be that too. You know? And then if you see others, they may be... And then let's go one step further. Let's say they had done fucking research on scientists and all this like through like not like an mk ultra but you know people they have agents let's say follow and watch people and say all right we know this is the kind of this guy's personality mm-hmm. if we bring him in give him a bullshit story he will be the one of these guys that goes out and kind of exposes it tells the story then we'll go through the motions of erasing his life we'll you know make right. some people think that it is real some people think that it's not real all to push this fucking bullshit narrative of ufos when it's not it gets everybody on this UFO train when in reality it's stolen technology from China or mm-hmm. Russia or, you know, something else. 
Right. But everybody's jumped on this whole UFO bandwagon. What if that's really what the story is? I don't yeah. know, man. So they could have literally gone that far and actually set him up. Could have, yeah. For a uh-huh. lifetime of thinking. That's why they didn't kill him, because they need him to keep telling this fucking story. Telling the narrative, yeah. It, it makes sense. It does. Why not? So then do we have alien technology? Probably not. If you look at it like that, it probably is something that we've figured out. You have to watch interview and watch movie, though, because there's some really interesting shit in there. Mm-hmm. I will. I'll do both. Well, we're going to do it on the show. I know, but I'm going to do it beforehand, so I have a little. I have some okay. questions to answer. Do you want to watch it twice? I've watched them each, so, you know, be my second time as well. So. Right. They're interesting, and there's definitely conversation can be had throughout, you know, pausing and discussing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if people like when we do that, but I like when we do that because it's... It's not just us replaying a video. Right. We actually, well, it's a discussion. I mean, there's yeah. shit in there that you need to talk about, you know? Some right. people will do this high, other, us will do it sober and straight. Mm-hmm. I think it's still good conversation. I agree. So you got those to look forward to, and uh, I don't know when, but they'll probably be within the next three to four to five episodes. Yeah. We'll just do all these Area 51 now and kind and of get a... Them done, yeah. Yeah, I mean... and it, it, Yeah, we'll, so we'll do the interview, we'll do the movie, obviously you've heard this one, and then we'll do the topic that... Is the reason you're hearing about this whole Storm Area 51 the cover-up. Right. We'll do the actual story that it's covering up. That'll be fit in there as well. Probably that's your next four weeks worth of shows. Three weeks. Right. So, yeah, you got that to look forward to. I'm excited. All right, buddy. Um, I'm going to go home. You go home. Call her and, a day. Uh, then we'll hit it hard for the next ones. Sounds good. All right. So... Just don't storm Area 51. Yeah, don't I guess do that. if you want to do the Facebook page, that's fine. Don't show up. Yeah, don't go there. That's Just fucking don't do dumb. it. Well, it's not dumb. Just don't do it. It is dumb because you're going to die. You can go there and watch everybody else die if that's what you're into. I'm not That's into about that. the extent that I would do that. I would go stand outside the fence and watch. I have an idea of some, a, a Facebook page that you and I should create. Really? Yeah. Don't say it on the air. I'm not going to. We'll create it and then see what happens. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Dave.
please subscribe to the Detour Podcast Network on iTunes, and don't forget to rate and review while you're there. You can also download the Stitcher and Podbean app to your device for free and search Detour Podcast Network and subscribe. If you enjoy listening to the shows on the Detour Podcast Network, then spread the word to everyone you know. Your word of mouth is our best advertising method, and we appreciate your support. Thanks for listening. question comment or concern 872-242-8311 or maybe you'd just like to hear your voice instead of ours 872-242-8311 then call the d2r podcast network hotline at usa chat 311 that's 872-242-8311 872-242-8311 no matter the time or day you can call 24 7 and operators will be standing by 872-242-8311 your call is important to us 872-242-8311 so once again usa chat 311 872-242-8311 872-242-8311 872-242-8311 Check out all the great deals on Amazon by first going to d2rpn.com and clicking the Amazon banner. By doing so, you're helping out the D2R Podcast Network. Don't forget to tell a friend, and thanks for listening.